Hey, it's Leah Rance from Afternoons on Laser 99.3 and 98.5. On this week's episode of Afternoon Rants, Jared and I share our experience doing a paranormal investigation with Arrowhead Investigations and Crossing the Veil Paranormal Society at the Leffingwell House Museum in Norwich. Before we start, I would like to thank these groups again for having us be a part of this investigation. All right, let's get into it. Leah Rance, Afternoon Rance. Okay, so Jared... So, Leah. What do you got going on this weekend? It's Halloween. I know, like, last weekend technically was Halloween weekend as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm confused by it all because Halloween is really throwing me off this year. It's on a Thursday. <laughs> it's like, you know, do we celebrate it the weekend after? Do we celebrate it, like, last weekend? You so, know. So, as a college student, the general consensus that I've gathered Basically, the past two weeks have been Halloween. <laughs> Last week and this week, it's just Halloween. Yeah. It's straight up Halloween parties basically every night of the week, every night on the weekend. Everybody is just having a ball the entire time. You're, for, I mean, it's like been, two straight weeks. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just how I live my life, basically, is like Halloween is in my heart always. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those people that watch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas on a. Uh, as a Christmas movie, don't you? I'm gonna say something controversial here. I'm not a big Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Uh, it's not, I don't truthfully? think it's bad. I just some people make it their personality type, and that's not me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah. No. So I uh, no. But what do you do? You have anything planned this weekend? Weekend? Not really. I'm going out Thursday night, but that's that's about it. So right. college uh, Halloween party. It'll be a good time. You gonna wear a costume? Yeah, so me and my girlfriend, uh, she'll be in an alien costume, and I'll be an astronaut. Wow. I know. So cool. You know? <laughs> I'm well, kidding. Well, I'm was, kidding. No, no, I, I take no offense to it, because I was... <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about this, and I brought this up literally three weeks ago. I was like, hey, by the way, like, what do you want to do for Halloween? Because this is a relatively new relationship for you guys, so this is like your first... Yeah, this is our first like holiday together, yeah. I guess. If you want to consider like Halloween an official holiday and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's an official holiday. All right, all right, all right. I brought it up to her about three weeks ago, and I brought up the idea. I was like, do you want to do a couple's costume? Do you want to do something else? And she still hadn't made up her mind by like last night. So I told her if she didn't make up her mind by today that I'm basically going to show up to the party wearing my Jar Jar Binks mask, which would be a tragedy for everybody involved. Oh, gosh. So she made up her mind. It was great. It was a good time. So she decided on alien and astronaut. Yes. Nice. See, funny enough, I actually had a very similar idea with me and Kyle. Mm. We didn't end up doing it because I truthfully have just not been into Halloween this year, which is weird for me to say. But like I um, <laughs> I wanted to be an alien from Area 51 and I wanted him to be <laughs> Kyle. Nice. To oh, be ugly. Oh, oh my God. That's <laughs> to, perfect. With a, with a tap out shirt and like, um, you know, like maybe a monster hat as you're drinking monster. Sideways, too funny. obviously. Sponsored by Monster. No, sponsored I'm kidding. by Monster. God, that'd be great. <laughs> I hey, wish, Monster, please, please sponsor us if you're listening to this. <laughs> we'll drink all your product. Anyway, um, I was going to give him a drywall bracelet and stuff. <laughs> we just ran out of time. And together, get this, we would have been a dead meme. 
I know. That's beautiful. I know. I know. It's poetic, isn't it? So why did you do it? Oh, we just ran out of time. So literally in the in the final hour, Kyle gets all his creativity in the final hour. Mm-hmm. I was just telling him, I was like, you know what? We just I just gave up on it. I was like, I don't have the time. I wore my Captain America outfit to this party at Amanda's house, my friend Amanda. And uh, in the in like literally the eleventh hour, Kyle looks at me and he goes, "So like, what if I was to take these butterfly wings that you have? I have these like it's kind of like a cape almost. It can kind All of right. be wore with a cute festival look. Mm-hmm. He's like, what if I took this? And then what if I like I don't know wore something slutty? So I must." <laughs> So, Never would I imagine those words coming out of Kyle's mouth. So this dude seriously just raided my closet, balled up a shirt, and just made it into, you know how like you take a knot at the bottom of your shirt uh-huh. and then you, yeah, turn it into a bra. So he did that and he was a slutterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I've never been so proud of that I man love it. in my that's, life. That's phenomenal. I was like, that's... this is the man I love. <laughs> you know, just because you, you said the word Sluttershy, it just. Slutterfly. It, slutter, it's like a slutterfly. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, right. Gone wrong. Sorry. So, whenever I'm uh, driving through Springfield, there's one house um, in Agawam that has a uh, My Little Pony Fluttershy, like, huge balloon. But the front legs gave out, so it's just ass up in the front lawn. And I was like, uh, look, it's Sluttershy. And nobody laughed. Nobody <laughs> laughed. And I, th- I was proud of I was patting myself in the back of that I want to, you know, I would like to go in deeper to ask you as to why specifically you know the names of the My Little Pony. I only know that one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. On blast on the podcast. All <laughs> you right. put yourself on blast. It was for a good setup. <laughs> right. is, I regret nothing. That's literally the summary of afternoon rants. Jared, you put yourself on blast here. <laughs> you don't have to. That's <laughs> so how did you feel last weekend? Something else we did last weekend was we did a public investigation with Arrowhead Investigations and Crossing the Bill paranormal society at the Leffingwell house in Norwich. This was on Friday night. We ended up going to the very last one at 10 p.m. And uh, yeah, so I first off, before we get it, I, I want to know your thoughts on it because it was your first ever ghost hunt. I don't know if that's like the proper nomenclature. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, you know? ghost hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paranormal investigation. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's, that sounds fancier. Yeah, yeah I definitely think... I didn't really know what to expect, truth be told, but I, I had a hell of a time. I got very spooked at a certain point. Did you? Mostly. Okay, I don't want to say that it was actually a horror movie. Like, ah, you know, like nothing like that. But I definitely felt just like really out of place past a certain point when we were in the basement, which we'll get to yeah. later. Well, I would say right off the bat walking into this um, house, which is also used as a museum. I found the history behind it really fascinating. Mm. You know, it was, um, it, it has been around since like George Washington's time. It had actually been moved, um, but it was the same like floors and everything that he had walked on and that uh, Chief Uncas had walked on. And it was just a really cool piece of history. Like, I would like to go back in the daytime just to kind of read more about it because yeah, it's it was an like, an, yeah, it's an yeah. actual museum. Mm-hmm. 
Immediately, though, off the bat, because the floors are so old, they're kind of wonky because they you know, just floors get like that when they're. So I can't tell if it was that that was making me so ridiculously dizzy. But I got to tell you, I felt immediately I walked in there and the vertigo set in. I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah, I was really surprised to see you like that immediately. Yeah. yeah no, like less than five minutes with us being in there, you immediately turned to me and you were like, I really don't feel good. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm still not certain that it was the floors. I don't know. Like, you know, because, well, I'll get to that later, but I, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Um, So right off the bat, got kind of a weird feeling while we were in there. And uh, then we started the investigation with the team and they gave us all different uh, there's a lot of technology involved you know i'm noticing yeah i wouldn't have really expected that but there was a lot of like gadgets and gas <laughs> gadgets and gizmos thank you jared <laughs> that they actually let us use for the better part of the investigation which i thought was a really neat spin because i just kind of figured that we were going to be more or less observing <laughs> did you think it was going to be like ghost adventures where they just start screaming in a dark room like <laughs> Here, ghosts! I'll fight you. You like to hit women, like, because like, it's always like some evil ghost. Yeah, doesn't like, have to be like super vindictive against a specific ghost in the house. <laughs> but no, I Come out that. here, Benedict Arnold! You traitorous bastard! <laughs> Kick your ass! Imagine that. that. That is well worth the price of admission. I kind of kicked the ghost of Benedict Arnold's ass, dude. Yeah, like, I, there's like thousands of dollars worth of technology that oh, yeah. goes into mm -hmm. this. It's really crazy. And I almost stole one accidentally. It, um, I did not mean to. It was just left in my hoodie pocket. And I just like started to walk away. And I was like, whoops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I got handed one that was about temperature i believe because like temperature would drop i guess if you were obviously near a ghost like mm -hmm. it gets all cold and stuff and there was another like there was a scanner or of some sort you know what i'm talking about yes yeah i was actually really interested in the talk box that they had going on yes it was called a spirit box oh spirit box apologies yeah, yeah. essentially what it does i didn't really hear the like the technic like the technical stuff behind it. Mm -hmm. But I believe that it picks up a bunch of different FM and AM frequencies. Yes. Right. And then somehow there's a way that spirits are able to communicate through that. You, okay, you know what actually kind of like went through my head when we were first doing that? That my voice was gonna come through because I thought about that. Oh God, no. <laughs> oh no, that's terrifying. <laughs> I'd be like I'd be like, wow, that ghost sounds familiar. Uh, no, slightly less sinister. It just kind of reminded me of uh, you remember the original Michael Bay Transformers movie, how Bumblebee had to like scan through like the signals to talk? Never saw it, but continue. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, Bumblebee, the Transformer, had to essentially scan through all these different FM frequencies in order to actually put sentences and words together to communicate with people. Oh. So you were thinking maybe it was like a person trying to get SOS, Almost. like a real person, like yeah, actually being bit. like these these people are just thinking I'm a ghost. I'm alive. Yeah. Like come save me. Like oh gosh. Yeah, That's it freaked horrific. me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, we did actually get in contact with a spirit when we were up. I don't I don't 
don't know what it was called. It was like a bedroom or of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it was just one of the rooms that people used to to rent. Yeah, and uh, we believe it was a traveler. Her name was Bridget, and she was from London. And the way that we were picking this up is that we were getting certain words kept coming through mm-hmm. um, the box, and there was a. A patron that was also there who was also doing the investigation because this is like a public thing, obviously. Her name was Susan, and she was like, I mean, I don't know. It's funny how spirits work. I feel like they're definitely um, more attracted to certain people than others. And like that, you know, Bridget was like talking with Susan. Like it was really, really wild. And then, you know, I was just like there. That was kind of us for the first part, but I think both of us got a lot more activity when we went down to the basement afterward. Yes. Yeah. We So definitely going down into the basement, um, Dave, who was part of the investigation, and he's part of Arrowhead, and he's also a docent that works at Leffingwell House Museum, he said that there was a slave named Henry that lived down in the basement mm-hmm. and that Henry... Um, had been had been killed by a group of women but funny enough it what well not funny but like not in the house you know yeah he so said it was like was, down the street it right? was yeah it was weird that hmm. henry still was in the house and that there were these other spirits um like his daughter i can't remember what her name i can't was, remember um was hanging around anyway we got in contact with henry like a- almost off the bat mm-hmm. it was really wild because i felt like admittedly like we were up in the the bedroom and not a lot happened like Bridget talked a little bit but a lot of it was just us hearing these AM FM you know talking Mm -hmm. and we're just kind of like okay and then you go downstairs and like off the bat like all these things are lighting up uh, you know with our technology like I remember immediately like temperature was dropping and um, yeah so and that was when you got really freaked out yeah so I actually felt physically unwell at a certain point so there was one piece of equipment that they had. I can't remember the exact name for it, but it was the one that lights up when the electromagnetic field around it gets uh, either dispersed or interrupted in some like in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And so essentially it would make these loud beeps and it would light up a bunch of different lights, like depending on like where the like the electromagnetic field was getting disrupted. Yeah. Whenever we would call out and be like, Henry, it would almost instantly light right back up just for like little blips here and there exactly and the only way that it only can light up or make a sound if you touch it and this thing was going off like crazy Mm. and no one was touching it and um not only that but reacting to certain questions like apparently he really liked this one um, investigator her name was I think Alexis and every Mm -hmm. time she was brought up or Alex every time she was brought up you know he was he was pumped and then you started to actually feel sick yeah so all within maybe like two or three minutes of an of each other me so I I started getting it just kind of felt like my stomach just dropped out from underneath Mm -hmm. me it was almost Imagine as if you were on like a roller coaster and you just hit that deep dive. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like that, except Ooh. just never ending. It was a really unsettling feeling. And the woman beside you, Susan. Yeah, Susan got like a splitting headache and so did one of the other investigators that was down there with us as well. Yeah. All within the span of like two minutes, all of us just looked at each other and said that we've kind of felt like 
for the right. most part. Right, right. And the um, also to describe, to kind of set the scene also as to where we were at, the basement was where um, the cooking was done to keep cool. And also candles were made. So there were mm. all these candles hanging around. And what I found especially bizarre in my experience is I was watching these candles wobble on their own. Like nobody was walking by, nobody was touching them, nobody was making any sort of vibrations or anything. And these candles are just continuously swaying back and forth for no reason. So there was definitely, I, you know, I don't take a lot of convincing, honestly, to believe that something was there. I wasn't scared. Um, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. So yeah, there's definitely some, someone here. Right. Um, and also, I was reassured by the fact that they had really said that there had not been malevolent experiences that had happened. However, um, before we did arrive, they had another group. They do three of these a mm-hmm. night. And apparently, one of the investigators had his, like, phone, I think. Like, it was a phone or a walkie-talkie. It was knocked like out that. of his hand. And mm-hmm. they actually got it on camera. It was just totally, like... Like flung out of his hand, and I was like, well, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't want to deal with that. But um, yeah. So I don't know. But you're actually a little bit more skeptical than me. Yeah, I was definitely, especially when we were upstairs. Truth be told, I wasn't really buying it as mm-hmm. much, honestly. Right. But once we were down in the basement, there was a lot of things that genuinely could not be explained. Anything from like the little movements of the candles. All of us in there knew that there was no draft. Like we all knew there was damn no, well. Like, there was no string. draft. Yeah. There was no string, anything like that. Yeah. Because we were able to get up and close with really everything, mm-hmm. truthfully, and just really take a look. We could touch yeah. some things. And also with everything when we were basically talking to Henry down at the basement, those immediate responses were crazy. Yes. Like especially you remember when we were all going around in a circle introducing ourselves? Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Leah, hi, I'm Jared, right? We would get a like a little blip for almost everybody. Not me. Went around in the circle. Yeah, not you. Henry liked me, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I was like, all right. So I haven't told you this yet, but I think Henry followed me back. No. To my apartment. How do you figure? So we both have mentioned while we were in the house, we weren't feeling so hot. Mm. And I had kind of a headache and it went away. And I get home and I get the most raging headache. And I'm not someone that gets headaches. So it was especially weird for me to deal with. And I was getting the same feeling as when Henry was there. I was getting that same kind of woozy. Oh, yeah. And I was doing laundry and I put the detergent back up on the on this like little shelf that I have it above the above the washer and I walked away and I heard it fly off and hit the wall. Um, And Kyle, of course, ever the skeptic was like, Oh, you must have left it on the washer or you're too short, honey. Like you didn't get it, you know, far enough (laughs) on the shelf. No way. This thing, like it was a violent sound. It hit and was, yeah, went down And I immediately, being the person I am, I'm not that person in a horror movie that's like, I wonder what this, what an odd coincidence. (laughs) I'm like, no way. Something definitely followed me back. And also I was hearing like cabinets 
opening up that I was like, Really? Yeah. So I ended up saging my house the next day. So I did. I I didn't know what to do. I really did. You really didn't know what to do. I was like, I genuinely don't know if this is like a real thing because it's so it's so funny. I've always been fascinated by the paranormal and I love doing these investigations and stuff. But when it's actually your real life and it's your home and you don't get to like. Uh, go to sleep at night and be like, okay, well, that was interesting. Good night. You know, you're just like, oh, this is um, this is really happening. And I really don't know how to deal with this. Luckily, after I, I mean, I just did a quick Google. I already had Sage from my friends, the ghost guys. Oh, given okay, me. cool. So I just lit that up and I had read that it was like, you just go around and you open all the windows and all the doors and stuff and just kind of uh, go around in a circle with the, there could be more spe- specific i i didn't know truthfully i just wanted to act immediately mm-hmm. so you're neutralizing the space and apparently afterwards you're supposed to fill it with love and um <laughs> i haven't had really anything but immediately i'm not kidding i started saging my headache went away immediately all right so so you had quite the experience <laughs> i really did honestly i was like I, I told henry i was like all right dude you need to go now Go back home. Go back to the Leffingwell house. Can't be here. On uh, the flippity flip, uh, you dropped me off in my house, and I went to bed. I slept, <laughs> I slept like a baby that night. That yeah. was great. Because I got home at like 1.30, and then you didn't get home till close to 2, right? Yeah, I didn't fall asleep till 3. Yeah, I wanted to watch My Hero Academia. So. Yeah, that's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, we did tarot reading. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't do it. Like, I wouldn't know the first time. No, no. I'd be like, blue eyes, white dragon, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I raise you my Exodia. (laughs) We were making jokes, too. I was like, man, uh, Snow Bruno from Crossing the Veil Paranormal Society did the reading. Um, and we, I've actually had her on my show before. She's a hereditary gray witch that I talked to back last year, I think, during Freaky Fridays. And she's got a service dog named Gizmo who needs some sort of surgery. I can't remember what. Something to do with his stomach. So she was raising money for that. She's doing these tarot readings. And uh, (laughs) I was telling Jared, I was like, I'm going to get cards and be like, death, death, (laughs) death. (laughs) And dead. (laughs) You're going to die. You know, I think overall, though, both of us had pretty positive readings. We did, actually, right? yeah. yeah. We, we kind of ended uh, her note, her note, we kind of ended her night on a high note. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, you were so funny, you were like, can I come in with you, because... I was curious, more than anything, because <laughs> I've never witnessed anything like that. It was originally just an observation. I guess I've always been fascinated by paranormal stuff, you know, forever or whatever, and um. so, wait, what did you think was going to happen? I kind of expected what happened. It wasn't anything super okay. unexpected that happened. I was happened. like, do you think things were going to float <laughs> like in the air? And Yeah, no, you just start saying some weird like tongue <laughs> that, that I can't understand. <laughs> no, I mean, everything basically happened as I expected. I was just curious because I've never really seen one in person before. So the interesting thing about the reading that I got um, is that I do this stuff all the time because I love spending money. I went to the Connecticut Renaissance Fair and I actually got a tarot reading two weeks prior. And this reading that I got from Snow Bruno said the exact same 
thing, which is really weird. And a lot of skeptics might be listening to this and be like, oh, well, you know, it's probably just general enough. Mm, No, it's actually kind of specific. And I didn't ask either of them a question. I didn't even ask them a starting question. Yeah, you're right, actually. You didn't say anything to Snow. Nope. She just was like, hey, you seem like you need to start following your heart and you need to, you know, start acting on certain things and you need to... uh, And if you do, if you start actually acting on your passions, then you are going to, like... um, You'll do great things. I guess. She pulled the chariot and the person that had done my reading two weeks prior pulled the same card out of, like, I don't know how many are in a tarot deck. Like, what is it, like 52? Is it like a normal deck? I no idea. One out of 52 chance? Like, I I don't know. And then funny enough, when I went to that party, because apparently this is a thing in Massachusetts, because y'all are like the um, descendants of witches, you all just know how to... (laughs) do tarot readings i'm serious i'm serious well it's just the funniest thing to me because like everybody has this like inherent knowledge of tarot up here that was just not a thing in the eastern shore of maryland are you telling me that in maryland that nobody does tarot readings no i'm sure they do but it was just not as commonplace up here i mean i'm literally at a party and they're reading tarot like we're doing shots they're like would you like to know your future i'm like what is going on so uh i showed i had a picture of the tarot cards that i'm sorry i'm sorry you killed me that's just that's all I, I I had a picture of the tarot cards that had been done at the Connecticut one, and my friend Zach, who also does readings, was like, hey, this is what it says. So it was like, it's apparently a language, because I don't know anything about, like, you know, reading cards or anything, and I've definitely gotten phony psychic readings before. Oh, where yeah. I've de- Oh, my gosh, dude. Like, w- I, one time, the, the woman was just, like, literally fishing to see what I did. You know what I mean? I could just tell. I was like, this woman has no freaking idea. I think she was like, you're very outdoorsy. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, nope. I love the indoors. <laughs> like, that's why I chose radio. I want to go where the people aren't. So yeah. <laughs> I want to go where the people aren't. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and then you, you actually got your reading done because you were so freaked out because mine was right. I think freaked out is a is an exaggeration. You were very convinced. I, yeah, yeah, I was I was convinced. She definitely sold me because she said some very specific things to you to mm-hmm. an extent, uh, especially that with everything ha- between like getting like the different cards and stuff like that. That we had talked about in the car ride up. Yeah. Yeah. And then literally the same exact thing happened to me 5 minutes later. Everything that we were talking about in the car ride up there. Mhm. She nailed. Yeah. Verbatim, what she was telling us is exactly what we said from the car ride from my house to Leffingwell. I know. Which threw me so off guard. I was like, what the hell? I was like, this is a current thing. She pulled a card and said, you're going to be an astronaut. And sure enough. (laughs) 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 Kidding. (laughs) Dude, that would be crazy. (laughs) Man, I would like Tara to help me with decisions, you know, like that. Like, could we just, <laughs> what should I be for Halloween? Yeah, Death. you think so? You th- Death. Would you, would you want to? Yeah. A hanged man. No, I mean, I think we both got very positive readings. You know, yeah, they were both good. Like, hey, don't screw it up, and you have a good life ahead of you. And I'm like, thanks. Oh, no, Thank no, no, no. Snow. My dude, I'm going to share this part. Go for it. 
my dude got the Empress card pulled, <laughs> which is apparently like a luxury card. It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna live in the life of luxury, and I was like, hey, friendo. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I proceeded to tell Leah that I will buy her the finest diamond encrusted cardboard box that money can buy. <laughs> and she said, "Afternoon rants is what's gonna what's That's gonna it. what's gonna <laughs> jettison you into the life the life of luxury." <laughs> I'm going to be the poor man's Rob Lowe, and there's nothing that you guys can stop me from doing that. All right, so I want to end on a segment that you came up with. Yes. What is it called? So it's called Pick of the Week. It was actually something I did when I was on the Stick Newscast when I was a student there. (laughs) I'm going to already take a a guess and say it wasn't Stick. What? Did you say a Sick Newscast? No, Stick. Stick Newscast, like the college, Leah. (laughs) Totally Sick Newscast. (laughs) Totally Sick Newscast. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. So Springfield Technical Community College newscast. Um, I was the producer in the entertainment anchor for uh, a semester. You? Me. Is it true? It is. <laughs> I'll, I'll need to find that role. I still hate looking at myself on camera, but that is besides the point. Every week I did this thing called the pick of the week where I would pick just something I enjoyed in the past seven days. It can be like a new and relevant thing. It could be something that I just discovered. Anything. So, Leah, do you want to tell me something that you enjoyed in the past week? Yes. I have been craving like crazy. Uh, Me and Kyle went to go see The Wonder Years over at the Royale in Boston. It was great. A big reason also I was excited to go to Boston is because I know that they have Blaze Pizza there, Mm -hmm. which wouldn't you know an investor is Mr. LeBron James himself believes in this pizza, and I do too. It is basically, I love places like this, and I wish they were more commonplace, like especially in Western Mass, but it's like a make-your-own pizza pretty Mm -hmm. much. Have you ever been? No, I, I know of it, though. I'm, oh, okay. I'm familiar. Dude, let me tell you, man. You could get, like, so weirdly specific, and I, my thing is, look, my stomach's doing flips right now. I'm just so excited. <laughs> I was like, are we eating this? Like, my stomach's an idiot. It's like, are we eating this again? I had a pesto pizza, because I'm a pesto man. Oh, like, okay. I, no, I, I like the sound of that, though. Oh, dude. Like, I'll, oh, my God. I got extra pesto with ricotta cheese on it. And I just put arugula and a balsamic glaze on top. Your girl is bougie, mm-hmm. man. Like, I am bougie when it comes to pizza. And I ate the whole thing. And that one slice of pizza costed Leah $25. It was, it was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. I was like, do it. So, and so you enjoyed that, that Honest pizza. to God, I've been dreaming about it. I dream about food. This is the reason I'll never be skinny is because I like food. When I have a craving, it's not just a, oh, I'll eventually get to it. I will travel hours for for things that I crave. And that pesto pizza was it for really? me. So, yeah. Yeah. Blaze Pizza, pick of the week. Not bad. My, my pick of the week. Is that how I end it? Is yeah. That how I yeah, do sure. It? Yeah, you can end okay, it Okay, like that. cool. That's good. All right. All right. What's yours? Mine, it's a lot nerdier. But (laughs) but the game went on sale on Steam, so I had to pick it up. I played the first few hours of Monster Hunter World, and let me tell you, that game is so dope. I'm I'm a dude with like a like a ten foot tall sword, and I'm like killing dragons. All right. So wait a minute. Yes. Isn't Monster World? Wait. Wait. Isn't that hasn't this already been released, or is this a new game? No, it's been released for a little while now. But they're coming out with a DLC pack in January, so oh, I am. Oh, okay. I was saying, I was like, this sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Pokemon, isn't it? 
No, not quite. It's almost like Skyrim, except less open world. Like, the combat is kind of very much... So it's all dependent on, like, the weapons that you choose. So I want to be the badass with, like, the two huge blades. <laughs> so so, I, so I'm, like, dual-wielding these blades, and then my buddy Josh, who I haven't had a chance to play with him yet, but uh, we're, trying to, we're trying to set time aside to do the co-op missions, which will be mm-hmm. super dope. And he has, a like, a great sword, so it's, like, a... F- 10 to 15 foot long sword that you just like swing around and like chop like dragon sides off and stuff. It's just, it's a really good like power fantasy. Is it fantasy. an RPG? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an RPG. Okay. So, and it's not turn based though. It plays like a, uh, it, it's more of a, uh, like an action RPG though. Yeah. So it's very much like, oh, you dodge roll and then you can counter like a bunch of different times to like get this. And <laughs> Leah. <laughs> I, I did not leave my computer chair for like four hours. Like I was just, Holy I was God. invested. <laughs> in, in like whenever you do like a fast travel in the game, uh, there's a there's a what is it a wyvern like kind of like the dragon like a smaller dragon thing. Why are you looking at me like I would I know? Know, I don't know. You play D and D, all right? Well, that's figured, true. Maybe. But is it? All right, it's, it's like a baby dragon thing that you like grappling hook onto, and it like takes you anywhere. And it's like the coolest thing in the world, Leah. Oh, I, I love it. My God. I love it so much. I'm invested. So, Monster Hunter World, pick of the week. Nice. Go to. I like that. I Thank like you. this. I like this too. It's we're, fun. We're going to keep doing that. Nice.